0: hello hi Rebecca it's Beatrice.
1: Hi Beatrice it's Rebecca. how are you?
0: I'm very well. I'm good. Yeah I'm um, I've discovered that I can wear my ring on my middle finger.
1: <laughs> this was a discovery.
0: Yes I that was a discovery. I thought ring ring finger but no middle finger that works too and it actually is oh much better God. because it was a oh, little bit big so oh my god what's
1: going to happen when you discover you can wear them on your little finger as well and all sorts all
0: the fingers yeah I know I have seen people wearing a ring on on their thumb I think I would find that
1: mm, I'm not fun I don't really like that look
0: yeah
1: but middle finger sounds very good
0: yeah so that's that's actually that's probably my entire news
1: but that's You know, that's a big and exciting development in your life. And I like that because it's sort of, it's nicely symmetrical.
0: Ah, symmetrical, yes.
1: Having the the, the ring on the middle finger.
0: That's true.
1: Which I enjoy. Mm. Oh, well, that sounds like a very good development.
0: Yeah, I think that was a good thing to happen.
1: What made you suddenly realize this revelatory thing?
0: Hmm... I think it was sort of you sending me lots of pictures of, of oh. <laughs> lovely rings and people wearing them on different ah. fingers, you know, Then I well, suddenly I, thought, hmm. I'm, I'm
1: proud to have been part of your educational experience Yeah,
0: this thank week. you, thank you. That's
1: very good. Mm.
0: What about you? What's been happening?
1: Well, I mean, you've also had a million photographs of this, but I've been... Just developing my home office situation, which, I mean, my home office consists of one tiny desk in my bedroom, in Mm. our bedroom. And I've moved it so I've now got a window view, which has changed my life. And I bought the most gorgeous desk trolley that I'm just in love with. So there's been a lot of file arranging and just staring at it
0: that trolley looks so oh good I, I want one too
1: I really want you to get one mm. I mean present and correct are just yeah. divine they have mm. the best oh my god I love everything and this is just a life changer it's just as I say I just stare at it <laughs> I just stare at it and move my pencils around and move my files around and then stare at it again and, oh. and, and then I do some work and then I stare at it again
0: yeah they also did you see they also have a book trolley that which is I so yeah gorgeous. I also would like I'd like to have quite a few of those because I have I haven't got enough shelves for my books so they're in boxes on the floor and it's oh. a bit of a pain when you clean you always have to lift the entire thing up Yeah So no I mean
1: we we haven't got enough shelves mm. I don't think enough shelves unless we had our own library which would be lovely
0: That would be great
1: that would be the dream. But most of my fashion books are at work, so I have ah. been separated from mm. them since March, which has been difficult. But yes. thankfully, I had bought all the books home for my own book research, mm. so I do have most of them. Mm. But yes, the book trolleys, and I love, because I've got like the bottom bit of the one I bought. I have my books that I'm currently consulting. mm that's yeah. nice which when they're nearby. It is nice. Yeah. Yes. And I also enjoy that if I wanted to, I could wheel it around.
0: Yeah. I think anything with wheels. Yeah. It's just wonderful.
1: Yeah. Because our, bed, our bedside cabinets are, in fact, like white metal and have wheelies because I think ah. they're actually for offices, but mm. I just like them. Yes. So, so there's quite a lot of wheelie stuff already.
0: Mm, I don't have here. enough wheelie stuff.
1: Wheelie stuff is good.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: and yeah, anything that's accessorizing your stationery is good. Yeah. So that's been a lot this week. It yeah. In fact, even distracted me <laughs> from from getting my jumpers out for for autumn. Yeah. Because I was so just I th- obsessed I think with that, my home office.
0: I think that might not be a bad thing because it's meant to be warmer for a few days. So you may
1: be... Ah, uh, that's okay. You can so,
0: hold off for a week.
1: Oh, good, good. Because I will need at least another week to get used to staring <laughs> at this.
0: Well, that sounds like it's the right timing.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's it's very good. And then the other thing I've been doing... Do you remember when I was on... Well, I'm sure you remember because it was only a couple of weeks ago. Um, when I was, You in,
0: never know with me.
1: You never know. know. It may have disappeared already. But in Winstable. Yeah. And there's a nice... There's a lovely big second-hand bookshop, which we enjoy going to. And I bought the book Costume at... Cost, can't say it. Costume at Castle. Oh,
0: Albert. yeah. You told me at the time. <sighs> And I, I thought I know this book. I actually met the curator, oh, who then, really? who then became a monk. It's, it's all really? very interesting. Yeah, he, he was called Richard Robson, and he.
1: Oh, I'm. I mean, I. He used to come and teach at the hall. Yeah. Like when I did. Well, did is that when you met him? No, I think I LA? met him
0: when I worked at Kensington Palace. I think he was wow. still at Castle Howard, but I, but um. It seems to have been when he was there, but I, I, thought, so I thought I'd thought i seen the book at work, but I, when I looked at through my books, I realised I actually got a catalogue oh
1: myself.
0: My it's incredible. It's from
1: 1975, mm.
0: isn't
1: it? I mean, it's extraordinary because... Well, it's extraordinary seeing people dressed up in historic costume, because yeah. obviously as serious ladies of dress history, we know that's wrong. Mm. But... It's more extraordinary how 1975 they yes. look. Yes. Even when they're wearing their historic costume.
0: And not just the way they look. I'm sort of just filing through it a bit. It's just, um, it's just I don't know what it's called. In Germany they, this look where, the soft, you know, the soft. Soft focus. Yeah, soft focus, that's the word. Yeah, almost all of them, if not all of them, are in mean, soft focus. Yeah,
1: there seems to be a good deal of Vaseline on the
0: Yeah, list. yeah.
1: Because it's so kind of, I don't know, I mean, it's such a fascinating double relic, isn't it? Because it, it's like it's telling you about dress fashions from the, I don't know, where does it start? 18th century,
0: I think, Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's also just so much about an aesthetic sensibility from the 70s, which is quite kind of Jane Seymour or something. Yeah. It's very it's so I mean hazy and chocolate yeah. boxy.
0: And then there's one um I mean also the layout is interesting. There's one double page which is sort of eighteen ninety to nineteen oh four when it's these sort of roundels with soft edges on a on yes. a white. That's quite bizarre. But what I do yes. what I do find I, I do I am quite impressed with the silhouettes. I think
1: yeah the silhouettes.
0: I think they actually they do actually get the silhouettes quite right. I mm. think later on it looks like the so from the sort of nineteenth mid nineteenth century onwards it looks like they're not wearing corsets to me. Yes. So yeah. that isn't maybe quite right. But but I think they haven't done a bad job also with the accessories no. and the hair, hmm.
1: <laughs> the hair is questionable. I mean, I do wonder if the roundels, if it's meant to look like a an old family album.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I guess
1: so. Mm. But no, it's not, it's pretty good in terms of getting the silhouette. And as you say, of getting the, the outfit as a whole, you know, they've got the accessories and the parasols and, and everything, but it does get, I think it gets madder the closer you get to the 70s. Yeah, really. it
0: does actually. Um, and the, men... the
1: 1920s one with her blue eyeshadow is oh very Bieber. Mm. Yeah.
0: And I can't and believe they've one... even put them in the woolly swimming suits.
1: I know. That's just
0: incredible. But
1: that's amazing, isn't it? And it's so funny the way they've done it, like it's snapshots, because it's sort of interesting because it's so... You can see all the references mm. that they've used, which are really good, legitimate ones. Yeah. But then it's that thing that it's so hard to look beyond to like create images that aren't reflective of the period you're living in because you don't even know you're doing it. You think you're neutral.
0: But also the particularly the bathing ones that could that could be uh, spread in Vogue at the time or maybe not Vogue, yes, that's but you true. know, yeah, no, but like a women's, like magazine. A women's magazine, yeah.
1: But mm. the one the one I think is most kind of jarring is 1956
0: okay let me uh, look at
1: that pose for 1956 she's wearing who is it does it say
0: who? It's oh back? i think it's meant to, yeah it's uh it's meant to be a dress made for vivian lee i think by Love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah that is bizarre
1: that is bizarre because this dress i mean i wonder if it's even actually done up at the back I yeah suspect it's not it no. does because it doesn't fit her at all
0: no she's spilling out
1: she is spilling out it's this very demure mid-fifties evening dress mm-hmm. with her boobs spilling out at the top <laughs> yeah. and she's doing a kind of i don't even know
0: it's like a bit like a, a come hither it's come thing. hither.
1: I think it's gone beyond come yeah, hither. Yeah, might,
0: might have. Yeah, mm.
1: it's it's quite bombshell. Mm. Like hand on hip, and you know it's and she's pouting a lot. Yeah. And her her beautiful black satin, what do you call it? Like shawl mm. is just draped. It, it's it's mad, yes. and and but I kind of like it because it breaks the whole attempt. To be authentic, yeah, but it it really is quite something.
0: Mm. The forty-seven one on the other page is not. That's not so yeah. great either.
1: No, they haven't got the petticoat, have they? Mm. And and also something funny is happening to the hem of that dress.
0: The black or the white, the Vivian Lee. The black one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But
1: no, it's really extraordinary to see and it's it's just so much fun because it's yeah i just love like i i admire the seriousness of what they're doing mm and the desire to share their collection in an accessible way and to convey something authentic but then it kind of it's kind of destroyed by its own criteria almost because you, because it's virtually impossible to do that
0: mm yeah
1: but it but it's wonderful nonetheless
0: yes it is and uh, I, at mu- at the museum we have a few other books like that, but mm. I can't remember which collections they're from. I think one or two might be Bath. I wonder yeah. whether they've done that in the past.
1: There's definitely. Is it Manchester that did that? Is it Manchester or Bath that did that little series that's like sports? Bath, I think.
0: I think yeah.
1: those have got people dressed oh, up. Oh really? From, I feel maybe the seventies again. Mm. And there's a wonderful one which is in my office, so I can't give you the details, but that's from about 1912 or something. That's a donation given to the V&A, where everybody's done up in 18th and 19th oh, century really? dress, and it's it's so Edwardian and yet so it it really shows you how much the Edwardian period looked at the 18th
0: century because
1: yeah. the kind of parallels are really interesting. But that's really fascinating because when I got that, they still had the permanent collection at the V&A. You know, they used to have the chronology. Mm-hmm. So you could see some of the garments from this book on display and that was always quite fun Yeah, as well. It's fascinating because it's also part of the historiography of yes. dress history, isn't mm-hmm. it? That it's kind of a stage in thinking how do you present dress and how do you write about dress
0: Mm. i mean it it has you know over my time working in the museum it does crop up sort of i would say every other year that someone asks you whether it's possible
1: oh i think it's i think outside our minute tiny tiny realm Mm. i think people often think why don't you do that
0: yeah I think the best one we had was from an Italian TV station and apparently they had this competition program where decades compete against each other and they had the 60s competing against another decade and they wanted to (laughs) borrow they wanted to borrow some very quant
1: oh my god like so it's like almost the personification of a decade and then they have to duke it
0: out yeah I don't quite know how how the competition worked um yeah Yeah, I can't Mm -hmm. I can't
1: even imagine how you do that
0: yeah
1: I mean I'm not a fan of I don't like decadism anyway it really gets on my nerves Mm -hmm. but how funny if you're gonna do it let the decades have a fight (laughs) yeah how mad yeah because it is like it—it's so kind of dinned into you from day one, that you must not like you can barely touch the clothes, let alone put them on. And I think it's interesting in the last like twenty years, the growth of vintage and how that has has really—it's like it's diverged so much from what we're doing, and yet it's also come closer to it.
0: Yeah. I do I see I might have mentioned this before. I do remember going that would have been in the nineties going for the first time probably to an auction house and seeing you know when there was a dress auction and and before going before to look at the you know have a viewing yes, and people and I'd only been working in a museum like a year or so at the at the most, but people were actually you know trying things on. Or oh I remember god. I list one person said, Oh if my daughter buys this and she wears it to her wedding, can we then sell it again? And Oh my god. And I don't know I can't remember what period that was from, probably in twenties or thirties or something. Mm. And I was I was totally shocked. Um Yeah,
1: no, I was the first time I saw it. It was like I can remember really looking round as though like, you know, where are the police to come and arrest <laughs> yeah. this person?
0: Mm. I mean I, I now really think it's fun. a great thing that you could go and actually you know properly look at something oh, it, at an yeah, auction no, house it's mm. great
1: it's mm. amazing but it, it's just well because for us you're looking at a historical document so mm. it would be the same as kind of I don't know picking up a historical figure's letters and kind mm. of scribbling on them or something yeah. that's how it feels I think for us mm. and it's yeah, it's just, and especially because textiles are so fragile that you're just destroying it by putting it on the body. But then that's so perverse because it's designed for the body.
0: Yeah, I guess it's also having seen the damage. Yes. Uh, the body yeah. can do.
1: And also the terrible kind of like the way things get altered, like particularly in the early 20th oh, yeah. century, where it's it's like there was such a tradition of dressing up in. Mm clothes for parties and all those dresses that have been chopped and remade i mean i suppose that's telling another history so that's interesting in its own right but it is a bit soul destroying if you look Mm. at something and you you can imagine what it would have been and then the hem's been cut and the you know it's all been messed up Mm. well from our perspective
0: yeah it's weird it always i always found it interesting this sort of mania for dressing
1: up and it's interesting how well I think partly and I know this is this is bad probably to say this but I think it's Mm pre-tv and pre you had to entertain yourself somehow Beatrice Mm -hmm. and dressing up in and I suppose clothes were more precious so you held on to them I mean I had a dressing up box that had you know at least go back to my granny yeah, we... In terms of yeah. clothes, and it was super fun.
0: Yeah, I, we didn't have that because of the war and everything. There, there wasn't it's really sure. very much. But um, and, but that that was just our particular family. I had friends. I yeah. had one friend, and they had a dressing-up box, and I, lo- I loved that.
1: Oh, God. I mean, I used... Because I hated school, as you know. So from age four, when I started school, I would come home, run into our hallway and my dressing up box was like a it was a long hall, and it was at the back of the hall and I would be taking my school uniform off as I got through the door Mm -hmm. so that by the time I got to my dressing up box I was ready to just remake myself in a gorgeous fantasy of you know silk scarves and whatnot Uh, but do you think because I've sometimes wondered because there does seem to be a really heightened excitement about dressing up in the interwar period and I've wondered if that's a kind of like you know psychological need for complete fantasy and escape I don't know
0: I think it might be partly that but I also wonder what one other I think there's like five different things that are going on but I always wonder whether one of them is that they think they're so progressive and different now and oh, that's interesting it's look you know particularly you know there are all these photos of it's more of an American thing I think but there are lots of photos of people dressing up in old bathing suit and then Mm -hmm. you know having someone in their 20s 30s bathing suit next to them and there's there's really so many of these pictures and that seems to be a sort of total obsession and I think this was that is very much always saying, Oh, weren't they quaint, these people of the past
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's that it's that we are now modern and, and Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like history is progress. Yeah, that's really interesting.
0: But on the other hand, I do also wonder whether there is this yeah, I'm sure nostalgia again then plays a big part of, you know, when women didn't Almost looked like men, you know, and <laughs> and they had proper ruffles. And although men had ruffles yes. at that point as well, so that doesn't really work that argument. But you know, there were all these pageants as well, charity yes. pageants. Yes,
1: oh. and and like even at the village fete, mm. there would be oh, a true. fancy dress competition. so yeah. I suppose that's that's the predecessor of the the fight of the decades.
0: Yes, because in Germany, it, it's it was a really you know carnival is, it was part of the religious thing before easter all right so that's when you know i dressed up and many people when i was little but not maybe not yeah i'm not sure these pageants i think i think they did exist there as 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 well but not to that extent and i'm not sure yeah, why yeah i don't
1: remember them but yeah it's very very interesting isn't it yeah. And didn't you didn't you tell me about suffragettes dressing?
0: Yeah, there is this um they had this one March, um it was called. it was in nineteen eleven, so it's called a coronation um procession or march. Mm. And they dressed up as famous women from the past. Wow. And they are fo- the photos again, so they, it would have been nineteen eleven and they look like they're wearing a lot of them wearing from the looks of its sort of 1840s, 50s, 60s clothes. Right. So they would have been from 50 years, 60 years before. So like the yes. 60s for us now, I guess. Mm. Um, and they, they're doing a really great job. But then, you know, it wasn't that long ago for them, I guess. No,
1: that's the thing. Because mm. I suppose it's like it's like their grandmother or even mother's generation.
0: Mm. And it looks like one or two actually wear crinolines you know that it so that's yeah that's interesting
1: and I I guess the other thing well I think now there's two things isn't there there's like how disposable everyone's or not everyone but how disposable clothing is that it's not this valuable thing that you keep hold of and Mm. adapt and adapt so it doesn't exist but then on the other hand there's an awareness that there's a money value if you have something that is good quality mm. or a well-known designer or was worn by somebody famous or whatever. So, so there's a different yeah. attitude towards towards things.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't put it in a dressing up box necessarily.
1: No, no. Whereas before, because you know, we had. I can really remember we had a black silk, um, like lace mantilla that my granddad bought back from spain and we had an amazing chinese handbag and again because my my grand both grandfathers were in the navy so we had various things that they'd brought back but then definitely i mean most of it was like my mom's or my sister's my old, my sister is quite a bit older than me but it was fun and sorry just going back i forgot a question i wanted to ask you about the suffragettes Are they a specific woman from the history or just generally, Mm. here's a woman from the 1850s or whatever?
0: They are specific women. There's one...
1: one, That was Coda just going mad, sorry.
0: I don't necessarily know the women because they they carry little little signs with the names of the women on them. So there's oh, that's one nice. one photo I'm just looking at where some one says Mrs. Carlyle, Charlotte Bronte. She's very convincing. <laughs> oh my She's God. very good. But then there's another one, and maybe I should probably I should know her. But it says Mrs. Somerville. Do you know who I she is? I don't know her either. Yeah, and um, I think I read somewhere that there was a Joan of Arc, of course. Of um, course. And, oh, yeah, apparently, I did actually look that up. Mrs. Somerville, Somerville Bill, was a science writer, apparently. Oh, and nice. And then there was someone called Grace Darling who apparently rescued. Oh, my goodness. Do you know her?
1: Oh, my God. Grace Darling, every, we were ta- Adrian and I were talking about her the other day. Every it, Well, I'm sure it wasn't every school assembly when I was at infant school and junior school. I feel like Grace ja- Darling was just continually... It was Helen Keller and Grace Darling. We oh, were
0: really? Told
1: about virtually every. Wow, I must read up no on that. No disrespect to either woman. Yeah. Both great yeah. women. But it was repeated to the point of.
0: Okay. I don't know what. Florence Nightingale also. I can see a little sign. Oh wow. Yeah. So. Um, and
1: I like that it's you know like Joan of Arc. I I mean she didn't have a specific dress, but she has a very particular dress that like is the Joan of Arc costume if you like but they're also just doing women who didn't have a distinctive form of dress it's just dress off that period yeah that's that's a good point
0: that's a good point well
1: I like that because it's like you've got the costume element but you've also got something else going on
0: how our um first curator Guy Layton a guy laking he he was also a specialist in arms and armor, and he wrote um oh, wow. several books about arms and armor which apparently are still you know valid i I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't know whether that's true or not, but i in in the press books at the Museum of London, there is a clipping of a young woman with a sort of hairstyle of the of the period. it's from nineteen thirteen, and she's in armor and um, wow. and it says a charming incident was supplied by Mr Guy Lakey on Friday night at the dinner he gave to the Merrick Society of Collectors of Armour during the dinner an old loving cup was brought round by Miss Hilda Green who was dressed in the suit of armour made for the sculptor who modelled the famous figure of Joan of Arc in Paris wow and of course the suit is an exact reproduction of the armour of the of period of course it's exact yeah, yeah. <sighs>
1: That's very good fun mm. and that would be what did they call it a charming distraction?
0: Yeah, it's a um, charming incident it was a a charming... Tr- that
1: is a charming incident
0: yeah. mm.
1: I think at all future dinner parties a charming incident like that should be engineered. Yeah Wow. Well this has given me a lot to think about
0: yeah. I think do... you know is
1: there a particular historic costume I should wear when I'm staring at my trolley?
0: Possibly. Possibly.
1: I'm thinking maybe Bauhaus. Okay, I need to think about this, Beatrice. Yeah.
0: Just one, one more thing. When, mm. when do you think it stops? When I, when I dug out the Castle Howard catalogue, I was surprised that it was seventy-five. I thought that seems quite late for doing. That. Yes,
1: it's true. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Do you think there are any? Do you think they're still doing it? I mean, they definitely weren't doing it in the early 90s when i was did my ma they definitely mm. it was really taboo
0: actually you know why they also did it sometimes is it auction catalogs i think they oh, that's true. i think yes. they continued a bit longer than yes than elsewhere but then that makes sense because they were sold
1: to well, be worn and still are, yeah. mm. Mm, i think it might be 70s but i'm yeah. not really sure that's a good thing also to think about. Yes. Two things. Should we be wearing historic dress and in what certain kind. settings in our flats? Mm. And when did that stop as an acceptable and polite thing to do as yeah. a museum professional? Okay. okay. That's our homework. Okay. All right. Bye-bye then.
0: Bye.